What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone. I am amazed. We're back on Wednesday already, and we're here sharing another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Once again, I am very honored and humbled that you're here with me for another show. Can't believe that we're winding up. We're now in August, and 2023 is just like flying by. It's crazy. But regardless, here we are. And today, I think we have a really interesting topic to talk about. It's called Biggest Downfall, Believing Our Thoughts. And right, we're taught to believe our thoughts. We're taught to believe in what we know. We're taught that you know having beliefs and having strong ones is a really, really good thing. Well, I may jostle a few things today. I may rattle a few cages. And who knows, maybe at some point I'm just going to say, uh, no, that's wrong. So we'll find out as we go through. So I'm Karen Leslie, and I'm your host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I am a coach and an expert energy healer. I have been doing this type of work for a number of years. And I, over the last mm, seven, eight, something like that, I've really focused a lot more into thoughts how our thoughts direct our lives, how they direct us into brick walls sometimes, how they move us forward into wonderful manifestations, and how things really can be phenomenal on either end of the scale, depending on how you're working with your thoughts. Then when I brought all that up, and we've worked with it, and I do energy work with it, and help the cells of your body to strengthen and repair and have more vitality and your thinking comes around to be more true to who you are and what you would like, well, who knows what can happen next? But I do know it'll be very different. It may have a few challenges. It'll be very exciting. And you can direct your life in any direction you choose and no longer be at the effects of all of the points of views of others or programming you've grown up with. So that may sound like a really tall order of something that somebody could expect when they work with me. And I get that, that's okay. But what I do is based on myself, the work I do for myself, what I learn, what I read, the courses I take, and my life is phenomenal in the great end of the scale compared to where I was a number of years ago. So I will only work with you on things that I believe are true, honest, based on facts on what I know in order to support you and help you to achieve a life that you could call phenomenal. So with that being said, 
there's so much that we can be looking at and where we can be going with this today. We um, we are August 9, 2023. So yesterday was the 8th of August. And that is a day that is called the Lion's Gate Portal. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute because it had some very strong opinions about it and whether we should believe them or we should not believe them. So it was very timely and I didn't actually put it all together when uh, I designed what I wanted to talk about today a few weeks ago. The um, One of the things though that I wanted to bring to your attention, and I don't know if anybody reads about the shows before we, we get together here, but I did a little research beforehand and experts on thoughts and neuroscience and all of these different areas have said that we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts every day. So if we just work with 60, that as a conservative number of thoughts that you have every day, to me, that's mind blowing. Can you imagine? Like I could, I couldn't even have the patience to count that high. So how they track it and that, well, I'm really glad they're doing it because that's way beyond my, my mind's ability. And if we break that down into an hour, we have approximately 2,500 thoughts every hour times, right? Times the 24 hours we have in a day. Because even when you're sleeping, although I suspect this may work with the hours we're sleeping, you may not be aware of like, quote unquote, thoughts, but your mind is still active the whole time you're sleeping. And many of us dream, even if you're not aware of the fact that you may be dreaming, you can still be dreaming and the mind is active. The brain, of course, never stops. It's keeping everything functioning and moving, paying attention, directing, doing all these things of which then the mind gets involved in as well. Now, one of the things, though, that the mind loves is to give us our thoughts over and over again. Oh, that one seemed to work. I'll tell that to Karen again. I'll get Karen to think that one again. Oh, that one seemed to have a good impact. All right. So I'm going to have you think that thought again and again. So when I was looking at my research about repetitive thoughts, I wrote this down. Listen to this. According to the National Science Foundation, 80% of our thoughts are negative. So that's over 48,000 negative thoughts every day. Like that's crazy. And from my perspective, that's really unhealthy. How is that helpful? And 95% of our thoughts are repetitive. So we've got approximately 48,000 thoughts that are negative. 95% of those are going to be repeated over and over and over and over again. Now, no wonder so many people walking on this planet are not content, not satisfied, not happy with what's going on in all areas of their life, let alone one or two. Like really, it's hard to find people that have one or two areas that they can truly say, yes, this is really lovely. Could it improve? Sure, I'm open to that, but it really is lovely. That's a lot of thoughts, a lot of negative 
thoughts. And these thoughts, they're based on our past. Very, very few, like very few of that 60,000 are new thoughts or a thought that comes forward based on to a, a new experience or something you're doing. In past shows, I've talked about having repetitive thoughts. And, you know, by all means, please, you can go to my podcast anywhere that you, you know, love to listen to your podcast. You can head over to there, search Cultivating Kindness with Karen and go into the history of my shows. And there is lots of information there on repetitive thoughts. So one of the reasons that we have repetitive thoughts coming forward is every thought creates a chemical reaction or response in the mind and the gut. It's instantaneous. It happens faster than we can probably blink. The mind and the gut, they become accustomed to these chemical reactions and they start to really like them and crave them. In order to have them again, though, they have to give you the exact same thought to think. So that's one of the reasons it keeps repeating them. Now, your, your mind has no, no point of view at all as to whether the thought it gives you is good for you. Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Does it make you laugh? Does it bring love into you? That doesn't matter. It could bring anger, jealousy, resentment, hate, shame, guilt. It doesn't matter. It just wants that chemical response. So we're going to talk a bit about how to work with some of this. More detail, as I was saying, is in some of the past shows. So by all means, you can go and look those up. But right now, we need to recognize that so much of what we do and so much of how we function is based on past. It's based on past programming. And those of you who are here with me every week, you know that I talk a lot about past programming and how strong an influence it has on who we are today, even though this programming was when we were an infant, a toddler, a preschooler. You know, such impact before the age of seven, but it continues throughout our whole life. So I mentioned uh, um, just a few minutes ago about the Lion's Gate, and I want to bring that back in for a couple of reasons. Um, one, it was a really cool um, event happening in the, the stars. Um, and because it's more in the stars, how it, it lines up the um, Sirius, Orion's belt, and the Earth. Many people, a lot of astrologers were saying, this is not a thing. It doesn't fit into true modern astrology, which in modern astrology has been around for a long time. There, and, the, and I don't understand completely the difference between modern and ancient, but those who are well-versed in all of this, they have their opinions on this. And I read a lot and listened to a lot of people's comments on, you know, Lionsgate portal. Is it a thing? What was important for me to do was to understand what was important for me. 
And I found myself going both directions. Oh, maybe it's not a thing. No, I'm sure it is. I hear too many people talking about it. And I was being swayed by other people's opinions and their points of view on whether this was a real thing or not. This happens with all areas of our life and all thoughts that we have. It was my past programming to turn over authority and belief and trust into somebody that I looked at to have more wisdom, more knowledge, more authority, um, you just be more than I do on whatever that topic is. I'm not an astrologer. So it was very easy for me to be swayed depending on who I listened to. And I'd listen to their facts and go, oh, that makes sense. Okay. So maybe it's not. Next person. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, so maybe it is a great day for manifesting. Maybe there is all of this information that I've read about that is actually coming through down to the earth and to each of us on this date. And I could have walked away, but I made my choice and then I followed through on my choice. So if you find yourself being like my, like me, and I'm working very hard on shifting this, but somebody that gives your authority away or hands it over to others that you feel that have uh, more education, more knowledge, more whatever word you wish than you do. And you find yourself waffling sometimes on trying to make a decision for yourself. then you may find today's show really, really helpful and insightful, I'm hoping, as to what you can do to come to an understanding of, okay, which of these 60,000 thoughts that I have running through my head, or maybe you're like a real quick fast thinker and you've got like the 80,000. Which ones of those can you trust? Which ones can you actually believe? And how are you going to get there so that you can pick and choose? And then what the heck do you do with the ones that you're, that you're not going to believe that don't work for you? So we're going to get into all of this when we come back. We are coming up to our first commercial break of the show. Thank you for being here on the Inspired Choices Network, where we have amazing hosts and shows and information for you on so many brilliant topics. And today, of course, you're here with myself, Karen Leslie, on Cultivating Kindness with Karen, where I work. Yeah, I do. I really I give all my effort into sharing with you how I feel you may be able to increase the level of kindness in your body, in your thoughts, in your life, and the importance of doing that for you first, and then having that spill out and be shared with those around you. So don't go away. We'll be right back, and we will get further into figuring out what to do with these 60 to 80,000 thoughts we have every day. All right. Thanks, everyone. Be with you soon. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen 
Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. All right. So we're talking today about all of these thousands and thousands of thoughts we have. And the problem is we tend to believe a whole bunch of them. So when you consider we've got 60 to 80,000 thoughts going through in a 24-hour period, and we believe the majority of them, and 95% of them are negative, well, then I think we have some work to do to clean this up and to make these thoughts work for us in a way that propels us forward into a life we wish to live instead of keeping us stuck with these same thoughts going over and over and over again that are not helping to move us forward in a way that will bring more of whatever it is that you're desiring. So as I said before the break, our brain loves all of these thoughts from the past. And that's fine. That's cool. We are truthfully not going to be able to change that. The brain is hardwired to keep us in survival, keep us alive, keep all the organs and everything functioning within us, and to keep us safe. So the way the brain works, it's going to keep giving us information that it deems to be helpful as part of keeping us safe. The reticular activating system in the brain is always on alert, looking around and, and sourcing and trying to find out, okay, where's something I can bring forward for Karen to show her that that thought she just had is true, whether it is or not. My brain's going to look for evidence to support my thoughts. That's not going to change. So what do we have left to work with? Choice and building new neural pathways that the brain and the gut become accustomed to and like and start to request. So then the brain starts to give you those new ways of thinking, those new thoughts. And as those grow and strengthen, then those old ones from the past, those negative ones, those ones that are not helpful anymore, even though they may have been like 
just fantastic at helping you when you were 12 or helping you when you were 22. But now where you are today, even if you're only 23, that doesn't mean that thought a year later is still helpful. So maybe think of it this way. When that chemical response happens in your body and your brain and your gut really like it, it's like a candy. So you're, what, what little person or what adult, who knows, right? If you've got a sweet tooth, but who doesn't love to get a bag of their favorite candy? Whatever it might be, or maybe you like an assortment. And so you get a bag and you've got like seven, 10, 12 different candies in this bag. And they're all ones that you just savor and love. Can you feel that in your body or whatever it is you thoroughly enjoy? That response, that feeling, that hormonal hit that your body just got thinking about that, that's a mild version of what happens when your brain gives you and you think that negative repeating thought and it gets its bag of candy instantly. So let's work with this. Let's shift this around and let's dump out that old bag of candy and fill it with new ones. Because again, the brain has no point of view. It just likes what it's used to. So let's get it used to something different. Make sense? Hope so. So because it likes brain likes what it knows, that means also it's not overly happy or excited with the idea of new information that's going to co contradict what it already believes to be true. The mind's going to go, oh, wait a minute, right? Kind of like that. When I was saying in the first uh, segment, talking about the Lionsgate portal, some believe it, some don't. Where do I fit? Where's my point of view on this? So learning how this works on an automatic basis will be a benefit to you. It's not, I'm not telling you all of this to make you think, damn, I'm not going to be able to do this. What am I going to do? Like, okay, just turn off the show because. It's a dead end. No, it's not a dead end. With information, you can make different choices. With information, you can create something new. And you can choose to change something. And follow it up with action. Now, one of the things, though, if you want to really make these changes is you've got to commit to it. You know, if you're trying to build a new habit with something or you're trying to get rid of an old habit, We've all done it in one area of our life, if not 10, 12, 50 areas of our life. And it's tough and it takes time and it takes repetition and it takes commitment. And we all fall off the wagon. And then if we want, we start all over again. But it can be done. And I'm living proof that it can be done because I have changed my thought patterns to such an extent that I have a life I never even dreamed I could have. I'm no longer depressed. I'm no longer suicidal. I am no longer plagued with anxiety disorders. Now, do I still feel anxiety and have all those things? Yeah, of course I do, because I'm a person. But I am not having it rule my life anymore. So it can change. I pulled a couple of cards, as you know, 
um, I always do for every show. And they were actually brilliant. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Like Oracle cards, I love them. They're phenomenal. So I'm going to just tie all this in with, with some of the cards. I picked two. And the first one was um, was called Treasure Island. And this is from uh, Wisdom of the Oracle by Colette Baron-Reed. And it said, poverty consciousness and a sense of, air quotes, not enough, cast a shadow on your path. You are being challenged to change the way you see the world from a perception of limitations to a perception of abundance. Take a risk. You have nothing to lose except your confinement in a prison of your own making. Now, some of you may not like those words, but it's true. They are true. Our thoughts create the reality we live in right now. Because we receive what we believe. We receive what we are in uh, alignment with, although I'm not loving that word. but. Everything's a frequency. Everything is a frequency. So when frequencies match each other, it's harmonious. They work well together. So whatever thoughts, your free, your whatever frequency, sorry, your thought is created, creating, it is going to match with the same frequency outside of your body, outside of your home, outside in the world, in the workplace. And you connect. And the frequencies are happy with each other, even if it's creating something that may not be making you happy. But your thoughts are creating the, the life, the reality, the world you currently live in. So by taking this risk, as this card says, you have nothing to lose except your confinement in a prison of your own making. Now, this confinement that we've made, this box that we have ourselves in, vast, vast majority of those thoughts, as we've been saying, are unconscious. They're repetitive. They're negative. They just keep flowing through. And because most of us live our day really quite unconsciously and not always being aware of what our thoughts are and what the words are we are speaking, then this is what we create. By paying attention to your thoughts and your words, you will see these patterns. They will become very, very evident to you if you pay attention. And then I'm sure you, a lot of you will go, oh, my God, I can't believe blah, 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 fill in the blanks. And then when you have that awareness, then you have the power to change it. The second card was called Come to the Edge. And it's saying, courage. Take a leap of faith, overcoming fear. Facing the unknown is the only choice you really have right now if you want to progress. Listen to your heart and soul and not your head. You must step into your unfamiliar so that you may find your miracles. So, facing the unknown is the only choice you have. Yes, because what is known is past programming. What is known is those negative repeat, repeating thoughts. What is known is only what you've experienced up to this nanosecond. Your brain does not know the future. So everything, 
is based on like that nanosecond and back for as many years or lifetimes as you may believe in. So you have to believe in the unknown. You have to take that chance in the unknown, which is going to be for a lot of people, myself included, numerous times, so uncomfortable, really uncomfortable, maybe anxiety producing, maybe panic attack producing, or maybe not, maybe joy and excitement and thrills that something could change. It's all gonna depend on you. And then you have the choice of working with someone, getting assistance, getting support, having energy work done, helping to get those thoughts reprogrammed, or choosing to say, no, not right now. And that's fine as well. Okay. And the last line here, before we go to our break, because it's coming up again, listen to your heart and soul, not your head, meaning your mind. You must step into your unfamiliar so that you may find your miracles. What you know, the thoughts you have, everything up to this instant, you know, on August 9, 2023, for me, it's 2.29 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Up to that moment, any miracle I was going to experience based on my knowledge, my thoughts, has happened. So if I'd like more miracles, then I am responsible for the thoughts I work with, the thoughts that I choose to let go of, and the feeling and the expression of how I wish to have that miracle show up. Okay, now how is not the correct word that I should have used there because we can't define the hows, but we can define the experience. We can define what we wish to feel. And I think that will be a whole other show. So here is really tool number one. You work with your heart and you work with your soul, your being and your body. Even though it didn't state your body, you know that I'm big on reconnecting to our bodies. Allow your heart and your body and your being to guide you because it knows information that the mind and the brain does not know and it knows what you're capable of it knows more about you than you know about yourself so on that note <laughs> i think we're going to go to our next break ponder that for a little bit while you listen to these couple of commercials right your heart your body your soul your being they know more about you than you do and now your mind may be going, uh, I don't think so, but it's true. It is absolutely true. So don't go away. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to look more at what we can do to let go of all of these thoughts and figure out which ones we can listen to, which ones we can trust, and which ones are just based on past and history. All right. Don't go away, everyone. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. All right. Thanks. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. 
Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Thank you for being here with me today. All right, so I want to get right into this. Okay, we've got these 60 to 80,000 thoughts. Most of them, if not all of them, we really can't believe, but we choose to. And how do we change that? So in the commercial, if you were listening, it talked about empowering. And this is what I, what I love to do, is to help empower people to know that they can make the choice to change what is not working for them. And then I support them in how to do that and all the various steps that are involved. So how much empowerment would you like? And be honest, because truthfully, not everybody wants to feel empowered. Not everybody has a desire to have more empowerment or any empowerment, depending on who you are. And that's okay. But if you would like more, if you would like to empower yourself and in turn empower your life and your reality, then here is number one place to start. These thoughts that we have. Now, I'm going to um, bring in an area of that is not my expertise. Earlier, I said I'm not an astrologer, and I am also not a human design expert. I'm not even super knowledgeable on human design, but I know a fair bit about myself, and I'm still learning. And I'm bringing this in because it brings in an aspect that some of you, if you if you have a human design chart and your head center is open or undefined, and I'm not going to get into this. And if you want to learn more about human design, we have two amazing hosts here every week, Monday and Wednesday. Monday, we have Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And on Wednesday, we have um, Mickey Gaffin Stone. So look up these women. They're 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 wonderful. They can explain more to you about human design, and they do so from two different perspectives, so they're both excellent to hear. But I have this open, well, actually mine's undefined head. And so what that means from human design is that it I receive so many thoughts and so much information coming in all the time. And I will not know, says right in the books, 
that I won't, won't actually know which ones are mine and what relate to me and what's just information that I may be to respond to and do something with for the other people, for the people around me or for the world at large. So, you know, if you've got a defined head, then things may look a little bit different for you. Regardless, though, we have all of these thoughts going in. But if you do have that open or undefined, you may have a lot going on. And I, for years, decades, thought it was normal to have two, three, and even now and then, the odd time I could do four conversations in my head at the same time. And that was really all of this information coming in for me. Now I have one. I have the one that I'm working with in this moment, other than when spirit sends me information. So knowing a little bit extra and some of these other circumstances will help you understand a little bit more about what's going on. And if you would like my assistance in helping you with how to work with reattaching to your body and knowing the what is true for you and what's not. You might wish to actually take advantage of a special I've got going on right now um, that I meant to mention earlier and forgot all about it. But I have for a couple more weeks, a wonderful opportunity to work with me for only $65 for an hour. That's 65 Canadian. So depending where you are in the world, it's not very much money, but we will have an hour together in celebration of my 65th birthday in July. So between now, August 9, 2023, until August 31st, 2023, you can book an appointment with me for the one hour, and it will only be $65. As of September 1st, I go back to my original, my regular pricing. So here's a great chance for you to kind of check out and see whether or not we're a good fit. And I can give you some amazing assistance in any area that you would like. All right, so let's get back to what we're working on here. We talked about connecting to the body earlier and the heart, the soul, and the being. So one of the things you can do, so if you've got a piece of information that's come in and it feels that it contradicts perhaps something that you, you feel you know or that you believe, one way to check in is to put one hand either on your heart center or directly over your heart, whichever you want. Most people tend to put it in their heart center, middle of their chest. And take your other hand, and I'm not going to stand up and show you, but put it over your belly button. And then just take a couple of breaths and just allow yourself to drop into your body. Feel your hands on your heart center and over your stomach. And you're connecting the two of them this way. Now ask yourself a question, a question about whatever that thought was that you were unsure about. Is this true for me? Is this information accurate? Do I believe this? Or whatever question comes forward. And what you're going to be looking for when you practice this is you're going to be looking for your body to give you a yes. If you're looking, is this true for me? And you're looking to whether you can follow that information, then you want to find a yes. If you get a no, then you can ask more questions if you would like. Is this a point of view I've bought into? Is this past programming? Oh, 
So whatever I was just thinking, I'm getting a yes. But that's one way to reconnect. You don't even need to ask questions or have a, um, something specific you want to work with. Just put your hand on your chest and your hand over your belly button and sit. Or stand. Lie down. But take some breaths. And just allow yourself to drop in and connect to your body. With bringing your heart into it, you're strengthening the condition and you are learning to rely less on the mind. All right, so we're going to move on a little bit. Play with that. See what comes up for you because it really is a wonderful way to start to connect. If you listened to last week's show, you would have heard me say that we all have distorted guidance. And this distorted guidance is preventing us from being true to yourself, true to myself, true to ourselves. This distorted guidance is also all based on other people's opinions, past programming, and it's the basis for these negative thoughts that keep repeating over and over for us. So we want to come out of being guided by, ruled by, directed by, distorted guidance. We want to step into understanding what is true for us, no one else. And you may find times when when you discover that something's true for you, that it will absolutely go against something that you firmly believe you should believe in. Like a line, blood is thicker than water. You know, ideas for family, uh, obligations or relationships that you have, loyalty, whatever it might be. But you need to know what's true for you. And you will bump into or stumble over areas in your life that's going to cause disruptions. Because this distorted guidance is not accurate for you. And then you're going to get, now you could look at it like this. You could look at them as being beautiful disruptions. This disruption that's going to give you the information, the understanding, and the awareness of how that previous thought was not working for you and how what you just discovered is actually your truth, what it could contribute to you, what it could create for you if you choose to bring that in as a new belief for yourself. And as you bring it in, you're going to start to create a new neural pathway, which means you're introducing a new candy, a new flavor, a new texture, a new color into the mind and the brain. So thinking about it often, sometimes positive affirmations work really well for people. I'm kind of to be honest, so-so on. -so, um, Affirmations, um, often they don't work because there's underlying beliefs like these roadblocks and stumbling blocks that I've just referred to. They're in the way of that affirmation actually being able to work for you. Even though the words sound great, you've got an underlying belief or current there that's so strong that it will prevent 
it from actually becoming part of your reality. So we can create new neural pathways. We can create a new way of looking at things. We can override, if you will, all of those thousands, tens of thousands of repetitive and negative thoughts to create something better and new for yourself. This will impact every cell in your body. Actually, every cell in your body will receive the benefits to letting go of the negative and repetitive and creating what works for you, helping you to create the next step, helping you to see and be aware of the next item that is true for you. And it will unearth and dig up and show you what was underneath that old belief. And you may have another beautiful disruption. But as you're going along, you learn how to handle them. And some are minor, some are a little bigger, bigger, and that's when you may need to work with somebody for help. No, you can do it. All right, we're going to go to our third and final break. Wow, time is just flowing by so quickly. So again, when we get back, as I say every week, we're going to try and wrap all of this up and put it together in a way that you can work with. And if you've got questions, by all means, send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca, or you can find me really on virtually every social media platform that's out there. You can source the, all my podcasts and on, oh, over 450, I think it is, different um, areas that uh, for smart TVs and podcast sites and everything. So I am super easy to find. So if you can't find me, then... I think you're not listening to what I'm saying on how to find me, all right? Because I would be love to help you and to assist you in creating a life that is far more enjoyable for you. So don't go away. We'll come back and we'll figure out how this all can work for you in a positive way. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for being here with me this afternoon or this morning or evening, whatever it might be for where you are around the world. I still get boggled when I think that it's 60 to 80,000 thoughts that we have every day, every day. And then on top of that, my brain, your brain, is still taking care of me in such a way that allows me well, to get to 65 years of age. 
that allows everything to function within. And even when things go awry, we're still functioning. And things are still doing their very best to give us the very best life that is possible based on what the brain has to work with. The best possible way for you to breathe, even if maybe your lungs are not completely or fully able to take in deep breaths or the air, the oxygen that you require. Maybe your capacity is diminished a bit, but your brain still keeps them functioning. The brain's job is phenomenal and I love studying it. It just, it's a, such a fascinating area for me. But again, right? It's working with what it knows and what it has sitting in front of it. It's working with the lungs that may have slightly uh, less capacity to still do its best to keep them working. Those thoughts. Yes, they're repetitive. Yes, so many of them are negative, but they're there from the mind and brain's perspective to help you. It's your job to intervene, just like it would be your job if you noticed a change in your lungs to get more information. So, one of your potential possible jobs is learning to reconnect to your body and to understand when your body gives you the answer yes or the answer no. And please just use yes and no questions when you're working with your body. Don't give it open-ended stuff because then immediately your mind kicks in and starts to give you a story or a justification or a whatever. So that's one of your jobs, hand on your heart, Hand over your belly, settle in, and get to know who you are through your body. We cannot constructively move into the future unless we understand the past. Right? When I said um, in the last segment that I'm not always a fan of affirmations, this is partly based on this, right? So the affirmation is something you're going to use with the understanding that it's going to improve the future. It's going to bring you into a different direction, a different mindset or something. But if that underlining, those past thoughts, like all of that goop underneath is not understood and dealt with, then you're not gonna be able to get forward like you think you will. So this means that understanding the thoughts from the past and and whether they still serve you or not is important. Now, I'm not saying, and I do not work with clients like this at all. I am not saying you need to relive situations. You need to relive trauma. You need to relive anything. There's ways to work with it and there's ways to work with the mind and ways to do energy work that I am really good at where you do not have to relive something. It's not talk therapy. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. But I can work with the frequencies in your body. And that's all a thought is, remember, 
to change, to shift, to begin that process of creating that new neural pathway. Now it's your commitment to working with the information and using the tools that ultimately creates that new reality for you and that new strong neural pathway, that new bag of exciting candy to let you move forward in a new direction. It requires teamwork a lot of times. It requires patience often. And most importantly, it requires being of no judgment. Nothing's right, nothing's wrong. It just is. It's presented itself. Let's work with it. And that is a challenge because your mind, oh my goodness, your mind is so freaking judgmental. It loves judgment. It thrives on judgment. What do you think a point of view is or a belief? It's a judgment. But you can get past it. And you can work through all of those. Well, maybe not all. That maybe is an exaggeration. But we can work through those negative repeating thoughts to move them out. And to bring in new helpful ways of thinking. Thoughts that are a contribution to you. Thoughts that move you in the direction that you would like. Thoughts that bring in those hormone responses that elicit joy, excitement, contentment, peace, whatever it may be that you're seeking. So before we run out of time here, because we're really close to the end, I want to let you know that next week we are going to be talking about those nasty controlling regrets. Hmm. See a connection? That's all in the past. But those regrets are so freaking controlling that it can be debilitating for so many people. So we're going to investigate that next week and learn how to shift that. So I do hope that you will join me next week on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. That you will embrace the idea of empowering yourself with the information I share and looking at kindness in a new and different way. It's kindness to you to let go of those negative repeating thoughts. It's kindness to you to make a new choice. And remember, you can always call in waves of kindness to assist you. So thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.